0: Broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 and Levine Studios.
1: This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. Hey, basketball news in. Jacksonville University has hired a new head coach, Jordan Mincy, assistant coach under Mike White at the University of Florida. We'll have more on that uh, later in the show and, and also as the days go on. But they've got themselves a new men's basketball coach. In Arlington, on the campus of Jacksonville University. But let's go further south, the St. Augustine, because I love myself a good story, especially out of Division Two, Flagler in the Final Four. What a run. What a season it's been for the Saints. Proud alum right here yeah. on Action Sports Chats on ESPN 690. Oh, yeah. Haku's. Huh, you excited about this? Oh, he's very excited. I, I loved going to the Flash basketball games. I was locked in last <laughs> night. Yeah, yeah. Locked in. Watching this thing, because I was on TV at 10.50, and it was just after halftime. Uh, Flagler actually trailing by 11 points at one time to Truman State. They start coming back by 11.25. I go on TV again. There's 15 seconds left in the game. 15 seconds, and it's a one-point game. So by the time I get off the air, I'm watching the rest get a couple big free throws, big defensive stop, and Flagler's on their way to the Final Four, two wins away from a national championship. Jayzic Lati Lott- is is an unbelievable basketball player for Flagler. I watched him up close when the Saints beat UNF right here in town a couple of months ago, and he joins us now on the phone. Uh, from the final four, the Division Two National Championships. Jason, congratulations on the win, man. Another big night for you, twenty nine points. How much fun are you guys having?
2: Man, it's been it's been a blast playing up here, especially playing with the guys I care most about. You know, this team is full of brothers and it's one of the closest teams I've been ever been on, so it makes it that much more fun when you get a big W like that.
1: Brent Martineau, former Jags player, Austin Lane here, talking to Jacek Lati and the Flagler uh, guard has been just outstanding. A lot of attention your way, man. They know how good you've been. Uh, how you doing with handling all the double teams and the rest of it?
2: Oh, I mean, it's been hard. But, you know, my teammates, they encourage me every game. Um, they just always say, do what you do. Um, and just having teammates behind you that say that, having coaches that believe in you, it makes it easier.
1: Jayzic Lati, how 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 good is he? Austin, here ready for this
3: Him with the numbers, uh, all
1: conference first team yep. player of the year in the conference in the Peach Belt. Come on, all PBC tournament. Let's go PBC tournament MVP. Yep, NCAA Division Two South Regional tournament team, NCAA Division Two South Region MVP, NABC D two All South Region, All American. I don't even think they've updated his bio enough just yet to tell you about all the accolades. Uh, how special of a year has it been, man? I mean, I know it's uh, from a team game standpoint, but that's going to be some of the best basketball you've ever played.
2: Yeah, it's it's been really fun for me, especially just coming from the situation where I came from with Little Rock and um, just that coach over there and coming into this whole new situation where um, I've become the main scorer on the team. I've become the guy that people look up to. Um, it's a real blessing for me. Um, It's something that I definitely dreamed about my whole life. And, you know, I give credit to the man above. I couldn't do this without him. And it's been a real pleasure, you know.
3: Jay, you know, as being a leader of the team like you are, you know, you kind of speak for the team. And when I ask you this question, you know, I want to know. You know, you're at the Final Four right now, and then that's a huge achievement. It's a huge achievement for yourself, and it's a huge achievement for Flagler University as well. But when we're talking about the Final Four, like, what percentage of you is like, wow, I have to enjoy this moment, I have to live in this moment and take this all in, and then what percentage of you is like, all right, well, we're at the Final Four, but we're on to the next one because we have a championship to win?
2: I would say 20% is me, you know, like, taking it in, like, wow, I'm really here. Like, this is the Final Four. This is a huge game, probably the biggest game I ever played in my life. And then that other 80% is, you know, I can't get too high. like I can't get too up on my feelings because these guys are looking up to me and they, they shoot off my energy. So, you know, that 80% is me, you know, telling the guys, like, look, like we won that game, but that's over with. Like we have to focus on this next game. And we can't focus on making to the championship because one game at a time. Like this next game, we have to take care of that. And then once we take care of that, then we can focus on the championship. But right now, you know, we're all locked into this game and scouting and, and seeing what we can do to win. Because this team we play, you know, they're really good. Um, They're defending national champions. So, you know, but I think the team that we have is very special. We have a, a, a chance to make a special run.
1: Flagler guard, uh, Jacek Lotti joins us on Action Sports Chats on ESPN 690 from the National Championships in Division Two. It's a big moment for Flagler, big moment uh, down there in St. Augustine. It's a big moment up here. I think it's really cool following Flagler to see what they're doing this year. And you got it. Northwest Missouri State is tonight, the national semifinals. They are the defending champs. They're, they've been good for a long time in men's basketball at the D2 level. You guys play tonight at 945, so it's a quick turnaround. I mean, you got off the court. I don't know, somewhere around 1130 midnight, uh, you know, Eastern time last night. What is the 24 hours like? You get the win. Obviously, you guys are all excited, pumped up, fired up. You live another day. But what did you do late last night? What did you do this morning? you spend a little time with us right now. And then what do you do until a 945 tip-off tonight?
2: Well, our morning started a little earlier than normal just because, you know, the whole COVID thing. We have to get tested every day. So we woke up, ate breakfast, then we went to get COVID testing, and then we have a, we had a 45 minute shoot around because um, that, that's the time that they gave us. I don't know, normally it's an hour, but they gave us 45 minutes. Um, but after last night's when you know, coach was just telling us, you know, like I know your emotions are running high, I know everyone's happy, but like we have got to get some sleep because we play tomorrow, and um, you know, it's, like you said, it's a quick turnaround. And so we had the shoot around, got back eight, and now coach just wants us to put our feet up and get some rest. Um, We'll watch some film later on, but right now he's focused on us getting rest just because of how quick the turnaround is.
3: Jay Z, you know, whether it's football or basketball, if you have a a successful season, it can be attributed to, like, a phrase or even, like, one word that really defines your team, that really wraps it all up of who you guys are. What you know, being the leader of that team, what would you say when you guys step on the court? Like, what is your brand? What is your identity? Like, what do you what do you guys like? If you could say one phrase, one word, what would that word be that describes what kind of team you, you're playing on this year?
2: Trust. Hmm.
0: It's a pretty big one in sports.
2: Yeah, everyone believes in everybody. You know, it's been, if it's not me taking the shot, I have my hundred percent trust in someone else taking the shot. Or just like last night when Chris Metzger went to the free throw line. We all trusted him to make the shot. Coach told him, hey, man, I love you if you make it. I love you if you miss it. You know, it's, that, that's the word we go by is trust.
1: Wow, like you said it, man. Metzger's uh, played really well for you guys as well. I, I saw a couple games ago I had highlights. Chase Fiddler hitting some big time long threes. Derek Ellis Jr. had 17 last night, uh, but Jay Ziclotti, uh had 29. It, you said it, man. You got to rest up because there's a lot of energy being burned. Uh, no doubt about it. In this game, the games on CBS Sports Network too. How fun is that? You're a guy from Colorado. Uh, people can see these games. I'm sure you're getting a lot of calls. Uh, are people really jumping on and starting to catch on that you're a couple wins away from a national title?
2: Yeah, people are starting to you know understand how big this game is. I've been trying to tell them you know all year to like tune in, watch my team, like this is special team, but. Now that we're at the stage where we're at, everyone's like, how can I watch the game? Like, where can I get the link? And so it's crazy, you know. But through it all, like my coach always tells all of us, you know, we got to remain humble. Um, we got to remember why we're here, who who got us here, which is the man above. And, and that's what we do every day.
1: It's Flagler against Northwest Missouri State tonight. Jay Zaglati joins us. Action Sports Jackson on ESPN 690. You come over for, from Little Rock. Uh, this is... This is interesting because we do this a lot in recruiting, and I always have this conversation. The kids want to get recruited, and you never know where you should go, and there's Division One, and two, II and three. and I'm a big believer in fit, and it doesn't have to be at the highest of levels, uh, but go where you can play and, and where you're going to be comfortable where you're going to have a good time. You're an interesting case in this because you go play D1 hoops, and now you're on the D2 side of things with Flagler, and you're having all this success – I mean, how? I guess uh, as you look back on this, how blessed are you? Uh, what a good decision it was to come here and play at this level and really be a star uh, for this Flagler team and, and one of the best players in the country at the Division II level. Uh, you you got to appreciate that part of it.
2: Yeah, man, I'm super blessed. Um, just because all the all the actions that I've been through, you know, has led me to Flagler and. Coming from Little Rock, a lot of people ask me why I was transferring because we had won the conference last year, um, and I just try to tell them, like, it just wasn't a situation where the coach, you know, believed in me and trusted in me, and that's what I'm I'm most thankful for is Coach Warner for giving me an opportunity that a lot of coaches didn't give me. Um, a lot of coaches didn't believe I could do what I'm doing this year, but the one person that did, Coach Warner, and, and he gave me opportunity, and, you know, we're, we're in the, the Final Four, man, so, I mean... I'm thankful for that. Like, I can't even explain to you guys the feelings that, like, run through my mind at night. Just me being so thankful, not only for Coach Warner, but for God and his team. And, you know, even what I went through at Little Rock, I'm thankful for that because it made me stronger and it let me hear, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, and, you know, I, I say that in part because um, I think if you guys are good enough, you probably have other players, too, that could play at the D1 level. Um, you know, you've experienced it a little bit. I mean, you beat Central Michigan, D1T, beat UNF, D1T. I mean, those are huge. That's how good this team is mm-hmm. for Flagler. Uh, you could have a good program for a long time, and you might not get this kind of team. This is a special team, and I bet it's going to be like that. Win or lose tonight, uh, win or lose the rest of the way. It's already been a special run, man. Congratulations on that. Go get some rest and go put up 29 or 35 or whatever it <laughs> takes tonight to get the W.
2: Yes, yeah, sir. Thank you, guys, for having me. I appreciate
1: it. You bet, man. Cool, man. Appreciate It'll be fun you. to watch you tonight, uh, and we'll do that at CBS Sports Network. Jay Zaklotti from Flagler. The Saints marching toward a national title, perhaps, as they are in the Final Four as this banner season continues. We've had Coach on a couple of times. Yeah. I really think this is cool. This is a fun part of it. We say it all the time. You know, you go NCAA March Madness. It, the the fun part of that to me is that. I grew up in Rhode Island. It's Providence. It's URI. When they go on a run, it's cool. They're not going to probably win the whole thing, but it's cool. Mm -hmm. Providence went to the Final Four when I was a kid. Uh, When I went to work in Albany, you have University at Albany and Siena. Those are mid-major programs. you hope they go to the tournament, and if they could pull off a win, it's a lot of fun. You can feel the town, the city, the people really embrace it. When UNF went. Yeah. Like six years ago, you can feel it, even if it's just for a few days and, you know, they're not winning the national title. Yeah. So this has that feel to me. I feel like more and more people are starting. We're covering it a little bit more. I can only imagine on campus. They're talking about it a mm-hmm. lot more. Uh, the alumni feed for Coos is probably off the charts, off the charts, buzzing about Flagler in the final four.
0: Very much so. I, it's funny. Like, uh, I, f- I followed the alumni page, obviously, but I forgot I did because I, I hadn't seen many posts. And then, you know, I saw the flyover post, so I gave it a like. And then Facebook's algorithm goes, oh, you want to see more of this? And then it's like every morning it's like 15 alumni posts about the about the game. So it's kind of cool. There you
1: go, it's, Cuth. it's awesome. I mean, and, and it's good notoriety. I mean, these schools get – that's what March Madness does for the UNS of the world and everything else, Puts right? Puts them on the map. It does. And, and he, the Division Two level is not as high profile. Yeah. But I do think people are talking about it. The, the tournament, by the way, is in Evansville, Indiana. So this is good pub uh, for Flagler as well. So good for them. And hopefully it grows their program even more so they can consistently be like this yeah. uh, in a contender at the D2 level. I'm telling you tonight, turn it on, all right? CBS Sports Network, a good basketball team. It was a really fun game to watch yesterday. And Lottie is legit, yeah, like he's really good, and what i i wasn't i don't want to diminish I, was, I played d two baseball, I wasn't trying to diminish d two versus d one, but I think it's sometimes perceived, right mm-hmm. oh you're playing at a smaller school or you're playing division two, or you're playing division three, and he is a great example of man, go have fun and ball out. It doesn't matter where you're at.
3: No, nah, man. Right? You're still playing you th- the game that you, you love. You think
1: the guy playing at Division One, still at Little Rock or wherever, yeah. is having more fun than Jay Zaglati playing for Flagler in Division Two right now? <laughs> right. No.
0: Yeah, That's exactly. That's
1: the moral of the story. Yeah. And that's what you try to tell kids from a fit standpoint in recruiting. Yeah, you want to run out of that tunnel mm-hmm. uh, in, in the SEC? I bet you do. But what if you could play for three out of the four years and play significantly at Furman or you name it, you know? Uh, that's the thing. That uh, you got to kind of wrestle with, and, and fit is so important. And, and each kid's different, mm-hmm. right? And obviously the educational part's a big part of that too. So uh, I lo- I love to see these kind of stories, and, and um, I think you have to have a steel guy. Uh, and what I mean by that, you have to have a player like Lottie who could play at a lot of Division one schools if you want to be this kind of good. Like Dallas Moore yep. for UNF, he could have played in the SEC.
0: Yeah.
3: It's it's crazy with basketball. Sometimes these kids just fall, with you know, underneath the cracks a little bit, and then um, you know, their their untapped potential, and they go to these smaller schools and they absolutely ball out. So it's cool to see this happen in Flagler. Obviously, it's not just him, but obviously he's a big part of that. I'm glad to talk to him today.
1: Yeah, that's good. Uh, good luck to them tonight. Check it out. Uh, I think you'll enjoy it if you see it. It's 9:45 tonight, by the way, and there's no March Madness. Today yeah. or
3: tomorrow. It doesn't start until Saturday. Check your local listings. That's a, it's a, it's a late start. That is a late start. That
1: is a late 945. start. 9.45. That's like uh, dinner time for me. But Evansville Central, though, huh? It is for them. Yeah, yeah Central. Yeah. Time, we'll, yeah, they've okay. got a little bit more time you. to get to the game. So uh, 9.45, that is Eastern time. Uh, that time for Flagler. Good luck to them tonight. And if you just missed the top of the segment, Jordan Mincy hired as the JU men's basketball coach. So there's some stories around basketball here in the area. Hopefully we'll get a chance to talk to uh, Coach Mincy. The newest Dolphins head coach uh, here either today, tomorrow, uh, or the coming day. Mr. Mintz. Mr. Mintz yeah. is back. I wonder if he'll go to the recordings studio. <laughs>
3: What's Mintz <laughs> up to these days? I haven't talked to him in a in a long time, man. I have no idea what that guy's up to. Probably getting t- gold records, man. By the way, have you talked to Alu Alu yet or what? No. We need to get him on the show. They haven't, they haven't announced him yet. It's weird. Oh, they haven't re- they haven't put out a release on on Alu I, Alu? I haven't seen a release. Have you? Like when they announced the numbers? I haven't seen Tyson's number get announced yet. That's interesting. I the didn't big ninety three. Didn't notice that. But, uh, also, Gotsis yeah. comes oh, back. Oh mate!
1: Oh mate! Yeah, that's interesting, man. There you go, another veteran guy. It's great.
3: Uh, stop the run, guy. Well, and a guy that came from a three four defense with Vic Fangio in Denver, so he has some experience playing in it. Um, you know, once again, it's a depth play, but I, I like the Adam Gotsis brought to the table last year. I think when his number got called, um, you know, I thought he made some flashes and things like that. So in terms of depth, absolutely. Why wouldn't you bring him back? Uh, and once again, another guy that can be versatile and play in that three-four defense.
1: Yeah, I. So a good fit uh, yeah. that way, and I, I
3: kind of agree with you. Like,
1: I, I don't think Adam Gotsis is going to be the guy that, hey man, I hope he makes a Pro Bowl. No, yeah. not that guy. No. But I do think he he can help you. Yeah. You know, he can help you in a rotational way. And I just can't get over. I gotta do this. I, I gotta do this study. I want to know the age of the Jaguars now. Mm. I want to know how much the age has increased on their roster. Yeah. And I gotta go. I gotta go do that. Like it's not hard. I just have to oh, take a couple minutes. Uh, dude, that's, that's I mean, It's kind of difficult. Not really. I mean, you just take the fifty-three man from from last year. Oh, uh, okay. And, and now you add. You you see what it is now. But out. Some of those numbers could be skewed by how many people are on the roster right now, but it shouldn't be that difficult. Jaguars were the youngest team in the NFL last year, yep, and they continue to just go add all these veterans. And I don't know if I'm overplaying that or if I just feel like it's underplayed everywhere else, Mm -hmm. but I think it's significant. Mm -hmm. It's significant that Urban Meyer came in here, Trent Baalke came in here and said, hey, as I evaluate what's going on, we say we stink against the run. We have to remake our defense, okay? We all could have said that. we got to get better at quarterback. We need to get faster is something he said in the receiving room. We need to redo the tight end room. But what he also obviously said is we can't be this damn young, not for what we're going to go through. New regime, some adversity. You can't win in this league if you're that young at all these spots. They have made a concerted – I don't think this is just a coincidence that they have – Gone on. now. Free agency is going to make you older naturally, anyway. Well, uh, but, and when you win, when you go one in fifteen, it's, you're going to get older. <laughs> you know, you're like, going to probably get older because you have to. Yeah, you got to revamp roster, things, right? Yeah, for sure. So if you're going to use free agency to this degree, yeah. you're probably going to get older just yeah. naturally. Yeah. But I just don't think it's coincidence that you're bringing in a 33 year old alo, a 31 year old Marvin Jones, these 28, 29 year old guys, and I just can't get away from the dynamic that that's a complete 180 from 2013 2014 when if your birth certificate said you were 29 in one day you couldn't be on the football team i
3: don't think it's a coincidence for sure there's something to be said for it but also once again these guys are coming in because there is some most of the time there's some sort of relationship with the coordinators or position coach and you know if you've been in the league for a while odds are you have had a lot of position coaches and a lot of coordinators so that has something to do with it as well i think
1: I want to take a quick look at the depth chart here of the Jaguars, especially on defense. The offense, they haven't changed that much. You got Josh Allen, Tyson Alo. What, okay. what what number is Tyson? Zero zero. so they haven't assigned him a number. Okay. Uh, Taven Bryan, obviously, is a fourth-year guy. Jihad Ward, how, how, how long long's Ward been around? Probably like a handful of years. Yeah. Uh, Miles is now, what, on year six? going to be so, year six. Yeah. Schobert been yeah. around. Mm-hmm. Leon Jacobs has been around. Trey Herndon's now been around. Mm-hmm. Rudy Ford has been around. Andrew Wingard still on the depth chart. Uh, C.J. Henderson, young guy. Shaquille Griffin, second contract guy. Mm-hmm. on, young guy. Devon Hamilton, young guy. Malcolm Brown, veteran. And that 28, 29-year-old, 27, 28, 29-year-old. Dewan Smoot, same thing. Uh, Roy Robertson, Harris, similar thing. What else we got? us uh, now. So it's really – I just think it's a concerted effort to make it happen. And now you look at their secondary, Jared. They just don't have a lot of, like, green players anymore. (laughs) No, 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 They just don't have that. And I don't know if that's going to help significantly. I just think it was a concentrated effort by this regime to say, hey, we're going to start fresh. That doesn't mean we have to start young. Yeah, you know, yep. we we can still bring in some veterans in here that are good players. We'll be back. Action Sports Shacks on ESPN six ninety. It's shock your mock season, and oh. that means what kind of mood will Austin Lane be in today? I'm being a different one today again. So Jackson, bring him in. <laughs> Let's go. What's that quote? Maurice Jones-Drew once said, "The aura." Hey, you, I have no idea. Like, he once said, "Like aura feel." <laughs> I gotta find it. Oh, yeah, I have but no I'm idea. Found, I'm starting to liken it to you. That was Jackson. Yeah.
3: I don't know what mood you're going to be in anymore. Yeah,
1: man, you you never know with me. I'm a mood ring. Shock your mock next on ESPN 690. Mood ring. Haven't heard about that in a while. Brent Martineau. Well, listen, if we wanted to just bump WWE by like a half hour or a few minutes, we should have just rolled your your highlight tape. Austin
3: Lane. Oh, and there it is. (laughs) And now Brent's playing ball. Oh, son Chapman throwing some high heat at me. Watch out for that suspension, Brent. <laughs> Real quick, though. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690.
1: How about Justin Fields? I mean, runs in the four fours. He's got outstanding size, outstanding athletic ability, outstanding arm strength. Yeah, uh, you know, people say, well, he had the two sub bar games. How about how about 2019 when when Zach Wilson looked like a fifth round pick and Justin right. Fields was playing like the number one pick in the draft? People kind of forget about that conveniently. Uh, it's all about this year when you played a bunch of opponents that that Justin Fields would have been equally as impressive or more impressive. Keep in mind, you know, Coastal Carolina game second half they were shut out. Look at the look at the amount of inferior opponents. One after another, then I'm not taking anything away from Zach. Zach Wilson moved way up. And I'm not, it's nothing to criticize him. You just have to say, this Justin Fields criticism to me. I get it. Because if you saw Indiana and Northwestern games, he'd look like anything but a first round pick. But his two games going to ruin a career. i tell Mel you Mel has been on one i tell man. Mel Kuyper? Here's the bad news. With that hair, and as <laughs> old as he is now, and I'm Still agreeing with him.
2: Still
3: looks young.
1: I don't, like... I think Justin Fields is going to be better than Zach Wilson in the NFL. Well,
3: I hope you said that because you were like infatuated with Justin Fields this past season. So you kind of got to stick by your dude. Yeah, I, I'm just telling you I am. Okay, good. I'm glad to see it. <laughs> but no, I think Trey Lance is going to be the, the talk of the town. Well, you said that too. You, I'm, I'm sticking by my horse. dude. Yeah, I'm sticking by my dude. Is, is Mel Kuyper's serious? it all real? Is it real? Is, is it all real? I think so. You think so? Oh, yeah. Okay.
1: Just good pedigree, man.
3: Okay, I mean, hey, I'm not. Do you? I mean, it's it's great, it's fantastic, it's a good head of hair. I just don't know if it's 100% authentic. Much,
0: I don't. I'm with him. Go ahead. How much coffee do you think he drank before that, though? I feel like he was talking like a million. Mel miles Kiper's on hour. one. I'm telling you. Yeah. Like he's he was he's fine. got p-
3: points to prove this week. It but seems I was like. but
0: I was like, did he breathe the entire time? I don't think he took a breath. Because you got to understand though I like that. the energy.
3: <laughs> Mel Kuiper, it's like he's like a bear right, with hibernation. Like, he's been hibernating the past, like, what, he's, six, he's seven like, months? Yeah. It's draft talk now. Like, he's this like, is his moment to shine.
0: He's like the football Santa. This yeah. is his moment.
3: And, and, and he's got the guys like Adam Schefter out there breaking <laughs> news and Ian report, and you got woge bombs going off. Like, I think Mel Kuiper thinks people forgot about me. All right. And, I, and I'm the real OG. So I got to come out here. I got to set the pace, set the tempo, and remind people the legend that I am.
1: Do you think, like, uh, that's a great analogy, by the way. And Kuiper's only done like three mocks. Some people are on like 33. Yeah.
3: Like yeah.
1: mock 33.0. Yep. He's just on 3.0. That's all he so needs. He, maybe the hibernation lasted long. Maybe <laughs> the groundhog is all about no Kuiper, really. Maybe. <laughs> but I, I think, I think about these guys sometimes, like Kuiper, like Shea. But probably even more Schefter and Rappaport mm. is how much pressure is there seriously on those guys that are associated with this stuff for so much? What? I don't know, I'm asking. I oh, mean is none. there pressure to deliver? No. Like is there pressure for Schefter to deliver the next breaking story? Or does he have so much equity built up because he's done so so many and it's like, yeah, whatever, who cares if he missed one or two or whatever? I I, I wonder. No, Because I, from them yeah. personally, like then they, if that's the case, like I don't see Schefter and Rappaport sleeping very much. And I've mm-hmm. seen the story on Schefter before. He doesn't sleep that much. But I w- you have to be connected to your phone. Like, you think your phone goes off a lot. because you think your phone goes off. I think uh, my, my phone, phone goes, goes off. <laughs> yeah, if- yeah. if it can it does, you imagine don't
3: know. how much their phone goes off? Oh yeah, it's it's insane. I mean, Woj last night was breaking a Woj, story a um, on the Scott Van Pelt show. Literally, like when Scott Van Pelt trying to ask him a question, he's in his cell phone looking at. it. It's like I have a
0: breaking yeah. announcement, like, which is
3: great TV. That's their life. Yeah, it's fantastic TV. But,
1: but it's is just, there pressure on Woj? Like, if 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 Woj doesn't break a trade today, are you like, what happened, Woj? Where are you? Nah, bad, like, I think he's got so much equity. To the
3: he's got equity built up. It's like the well, what's what's the lady's name? Jo, Josana Anderson. Josina. Yeah. Josina Anderson when she whelped. Was the thing? Yeah. What, what was the whelp? Because yeah. we're three weeks later, four <laughs> weeks later, and there's no whelp. Was it C.J. Bethard going to Jacksonville? Was that the yelp? Like, nobody like, maybe holds it. it was Minshew. Come on. But nobody holds it responsible. It's like, okay, well, well, yeah, you said whelp. You thought you had something. Maybe you didn't.
0: But even with Woj, like, he tweeted today that um, that uh, Aaron Gordon got traded to the the Bulls and that there was a trade going on there. And so I re- reacted to it, obviously, because that's pretty big. And then like right after that, he tweets, now he's going to the – the nuggets, and I was like, Oh, okay. That was it, like, and a it three? wasn't like a three way trade. I, I still don't fully understand what happened, That's is where I'm at with it. So like, maybe I still you messed up, maybe. How See, are those matter.
1: guys? I, I'm telling you, I'm in the business, I, I'm fascinated with how they are that looped in, like, just that those guys are that looped in, and they use it. To their advantage now, the teams in the league, I think the league wants that. I think the league likes that. The fact that we know Woj and we relate it to the NBA, the fact that you know Schefter and Rappaport, you relate those guys, it's almost like they're using them as their platform and promotion. Well,
0: I would say I think they like it to an extent, right? Because when Woj was with Yahoo and was breaking every NBA pick of the draft, they didn't like that. That wasn't a partner, right? And then they brought him on, and I think that first year they brought him on, they tried to shut that part down because then people can watch and that's when he started tweeting, like, the – he'll be like, the 76ers have an affection for Michael Carter Williams. And that would be, like, the pick that was – so he started, oh, like – so
3: he was trying to be
0: a yeah, smart, yeah that was, that was fun. Yeah, that was you. fun. Yeah, that was fun
1: It'd be interesting, like, if I – let's just say me, little little Brent Martineau here in Jacksonville, <laughs> sure. Florida. Sure. Not associated with a, a league partner. Yeah. But just a little affiliate yeah. here in Jacksonville. Yeah. And – I I just somehow had all these connections. Yeah, but right? you but you're not Dillo though. So yeah. what are we talking about? right? <laughs> yeah, you know. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I was wondering if that was when going the to last be
1: time like... Dillo's even broken anything.
0: Ooh, uh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> you have a bunch of emojis
1: coming your way. So so if I'm that guy, right? Like I don't think I would be able to break everything though, because those guys are getting handed stuff. Is my point. And so I'm not taking anything away from them, but I do think because like you're saying. Like, there are people fit, just because of their reputation, right? Just saying, I want to give it to Woj first. I want to talk to Woj. I want to yeah, text yeah. Woj yeah, with the story. I want to text the report. You're not going to do that with. me. So, you need the engine that is ESPN, you need the engine that is the NFL yeah. network to push you, yeah. to, to make you like on that pedestal. But, Mel Kuiper's another one, man. Yeah, I mean,
3: but they, they all started small, though. Like well, the, they did, the, the, and, and a time they not long, taking and, anything away from that. Yeah, but. that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, I, I get what you're saying. They, they, they need the mothership to push them along. Yeah, absolutely. But at the same time, I mean, and I don't know how these relationships came into place, but they, they got a hold of somebody who knew something, and all of a sudden they're, they're dropping their bombs and everything, and they became successful at it. Now they're probably making millions of dollars. Oh, yeah? because of it. So like. I understand that they, they need ESPN and they need they need Sports Illustrated and all that stuff, but they're still hustlers, man. Like oh, they, no, they're, they're, I'm not yeah. taking
1: a thing away from them. In fact, yeah. I think their life is crazy. Yeah. I don't know if I'd want it, okay? Yeah. But I'm also – I'm not even really saying the – I just think now it's the NBA and the NFL and, and say, MLB for Jeff Passan or whoever yeah. is supporting that, mm-hmm. like helping push. Like I think they support it too. I don't think everything co- – oh comes from these teams. I think a lot of it comes from the offices. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the NFL office is going to loop those. Like they are that tied in. Mm-hmm. I would just love to know. I, I don't know the ins and outs. I'm guessing on a lot of this stuff, but I think it would be um, pretty wild uh, to to kind of see the behind the scenes and how you get to that point. Yeah. And I think the whole engine part of it is you become like that cool thing. Like For people sure. and people love to talk. So mm-hmm. one thing people really want to talk and they say, Yeah, like they tell their buddy, I gave that to Schefter. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a different lifestyle. I don't, like, I'm not, I don't envy that kind of life. No, me either, man. That's just just crazy. Being up at 4 o'clock in the morning on your cell phone, like, that sounds like the worst job in the world to me, but, man, but, like, what th- those guys do, they, they do it right, and they're very talented at what they do. It's so, wild. Uh, but all that
1: being said, I think Zach Wilson is going to be, uh, not, It's going to be a good quarterback, but I think Justin Fields is going to be better than him. Well, there you I go. agree with Mel.
3: Okay. What about, are you, are you... In the Zach Wilson camp, are you surprised his rise? if you're asking me who I think is going to be better between Zach Wilson and Justin Fields, I think Zach Wilson's going to be the better quarterback. You do, I do. Okay, yeah, so because, you fall in line with those. Well, because uh, and the, Mel actually alluded to my point where the Indiana game, Northwestern game, were two big turnoffs for me. And, and but Coastal the Coastal Carolina band,
1: wasn't a turnoff for you. And Zach Wilson, We scored 19 points against Coastal Carolina.
3: What was his numbers though? I think they were okay. They did, were
1: pretty pedestrian. Did he throw four interceptions? No, he didn't have that kind of day.
3: Did he almost fall to the ground and just huck the ball up and say, hey, go get it? Did he <laughs> no, do that? He, probably, he didn't okay, look then. awful. Okay, then. Yeah, that's that That in lies a difference to me. The, the bad that I saw of Justin Fields, and I don't care if we say Northwestern's cornerbacks are the best in college football, and I don't care if the Indiana Hoosiers play the best man coverage in all of college football. The bad that I saw from Justin Fields, it was bad. All right, what mood is Austin Lane going to be in today? Kuz, real quick, do you want to do, you want to redemption at Trevor Tracker or are we good today? Because
0: are asking for today, it. I haven't seen today, to be honest with you. Okay. Just know I gave you an opportunity. I know. Everything, everything's right. chill right now. She, she's on her bachelor. They're not posting.
3: I'm telling you right now, you probably didn't listen to this yesterday, but Trevor Tracker has become, and no disrespect to Kuz, an absolutely cultural disaster. A social and cultural disaster. on the Trevor Tracker. That's all I'm saying.
1: Well, did you see? Uh, I saw a couple of here's real Trevor Tracker stuff. That he, if you follow his Instagram, he's starting to follow like Jags players. Uh, he's right.
0: Oh, well, he's always followed those
1: guys. He's okay. he's following else, like
0: Friermuth now, okay.
1: uh, who's not a Jags That's, player that yet. That I didn't know.
0: That I didn't know.
1: Uh, he also uh, was seen at an appearance recently with C.J. Beathard. What's dude? What? So do you want me to run Sup, this account? You Sup, can dude? if you want. Just one
0: more thing I got to do. Sup, Listen, dude? I'm, I'm on the bridal party right he, now. He was,
3: he was hanging. <laughs> yeah,
0: we're, we're breaking down his Trevor fiance. are tracking the
3: wrong thing. We're, we're breaking down his fiance, getting her identity stolen, and he's hanging out with CJ Bethard, and he's requesting Pat Fryermuth on Instagram. Coos, you're better than that, man. You are You know what? And I blame myself because I would do you such a high standard. But I'm hurt right now. I, I, I'm hurt that you didn't have the scoops like Brenton did. That's unbelievable. That's what I'm here for. Brenton. All right. Well, yeah, sorry, Kuz, you're out. Brent, you're in. Trevor Somebody tracker. give me a hat. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Play How the about music. We, play Cous- the open. Yep. He is none other than the
0: Shaq Master! On a shock, Go!
3: Don't you think? Shocking. We're going to shock you back. We're going to shock you back. Shocking upset. I feel shocked. shock.
0: Shock you back. We're going to shock you back. I am shocked. I mean, I am shocked. That's what I mean. I am. All
3: right. A lot of positive feedback yesterday from my Zen-like approach. It was pretty good. I'm not going there today because the guy that I selected him, and by the way, what was the name of the guy that we didn't give a T-shirt to? He's, he's, he's got to stop. Okay. Duval, it was Duval, Duval Defender. Okay.
0: Uh, Duval defender
3: yeah. I'm not going to block you on Twitter because I don't block anybody. I think that's a cowardly way out. I can be bought. But, uh, Brett can be bought. No, whatever. That's your opinion. You're, you're here in the studio now, so you can say what you want to say. But Duval Defender, you had your shot. You blew it, man. We'll see you next season. Okay, so with that, real quick about yesterday. Yep. So Steph and I are watching it
1: back a little bit today. Oh, sure. And uh, she was chuckling a little bit. Sure. But I said to her this. Mm -hmm. I said there are moments in your zen-like shock your mock segment. Yes. That you sound like. The priest at church
3: singing upset. the gospel. Yeah, until... Like, <laughs> listen, I didn't know where I was going with it until Kuz played like that, that Zen music, and then I was like, oh, dude, I'm right at home now. <laughs> I, I would make a horrible yoga teacher, I'll be honest with you. It well, was great. Yeah, it, it was rough. And, and on top of that, Kuz changed the whole ESPN 690 stream thing again, so like the fifth time, and then it was too big. Whatever, though. We're on Shock Your Mock right now. It's a new day. Um, it's a new mock to shock. And today we're going to Pitbull Poppy 904, okay? Obviously, with a name like Pitbull Poppy, I had to do some research right off the bat. Because I know this was actually the Pitbull, like the, the, the artist Pitbull. I'm not sure if he's a Pitbull fanboy. So I did some research on him. Turns out he's a Pitbull, a Pitbull dad. He's got two Pitbulls because in the, in his, uh, Because I'm doing my due diligence here, by the way. I like this homework on there. In his bio, he's got, it says pit bull dad, and then there's got, uh, there's two puppies, like emojis. Alright. So that means he's got two of them. And then he says he's a proud cat daddy, and there's four cats. So this guy's got a total of six animals. Way too many animals. Okay. A lot of animals. Off to a bad start. This isn't shock your animals, but if there's a shock your animals right now, sir, you're off to a bad and start. And hide your
1: cats from all but, exactly. <laughs> but but here's
3: the thing, Brent, and this this is where I come back down as a fan. Because he's got the hashtag Duval, you know, of course. Hashtag fear this Spear, Florida State, official sponsor of ESPN six ninety. Yeah. Uh he's got magic above all. <laughs> Orlando Magic, whatever. But then he's got WWE and A E. W in his bio. So I got I gotta tread Careful here yeah, because there's a, a lot going on. This here. guy's covering all the all, covering all our bases right now. I
1: and, wonder if he changed his profile just thinking that he might get picked. Hey, you never know. <laughs> you never know. And by the way, <laughs> beef say, up your profile. Hey,
3: and, and by the way, Pitbull Poppy, stay tuned Friday. I'll break down some AEW for you, man. Just do, it's <laughs> no no worries about it. So here we go. Okay. Pitbull Poppy, 904. Coos, you ready to bring it up? Thumbs up. There it is, Coos, right on time. I love it like a well oiled machine right now. Let me go to the notes real quick. Let me go to the notes. Number one, Trevor Lawrence. Duh. Brent, let's get this guy's size. Because you know what? He's got a t shirt. Yeah, let's do it. He's got a t shirt. Or get him another Pitbull. Someone's been listening to the show, by the way. Because pick number 25, I'm not mad at it. Okay, Jalen Phillips. People want to go with Gregory Rousseau and everything like that, and I get it. You know, is he French? We don't know. Is he French? (laughs) I don't trust the guy that doesn't look French to me. Just (laughs) saying. But Jalen Phillips is the guy, if you want to go from the Miami edge, right? Because he's a little smaller, a little more athletic. Not to say Gregory Rousseau is not going to be the real deal, but he's not going to fit that 3-4 outside linebacker type like Jalen Phillips is. So so, so, so far, pitbull poppy. By the way, it sounds so weird calling the dude poppy, doesn't it? Kind of like it. You, oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay, well, then go on his DMs. I Do you think like big him? Well, well then Okay, I got you. Uh, I guess, yeah, Ortiz. All right, with that being said, though, now we start going off the rails. Do I go zen? Do I just let him have it? I don't know, Brent. I'm, I'm playing mental gymnastics right now, but I'm just going to tell you how I feel. Tevin Jenkins, pick 33. You know when I hear the name Tevin Jenkins, what I think of? The developmental. Okay? And if we're talking developmental in the second round, uh, of your first pick? No, sir. Not at all. Because we don't develop people in the second round. We get starters in the second round. This is the Urban Meyer regime, okay? Take what you thought about the whole Dave Caldwell stuff, and with all you know, with all due respect to Brent's boy, Dave Caldwell... That's the that's best friend. You, you, don't, don't lie. I'm sure you hung all I'm sure that's why you haven't been on the show. You've been hanging out with Dave Caldwell. <laughs> Get old Anthony Duval that having. You? you guys been just no. tearing it up. You've got some free time. Haven't talked to D.C. in a while. You call him D.C.? <laughs> you know what I call him? Mr. Caldwell. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Caldwell. When he called me, you know what I said? <laughs> hey, hey, Mr. Mr. Caldwell. Thanks for the opportunity, really Mr. Caldwell. a great
1: show moments actually when we had him on. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. It was hey, one of your first hey, shows. I, I wasn't ticked
3: off or anything. Like I didn't have any animosity yeah, built up to actually. the end. No, he was great. No, he's he's fantastic. And with all due respect from ESPN 690, hey BC, uh, best of luck to you. But let's move on. <laughs> We're getting sidetracked. Pick number forty five, Asante Samuel Jr. Cornerback, I'm not mad at it. You know, obviously this guy's a Florida State fan, maybe a little Florida State bias, right? And we got to take off our bias glasses, everybody. We can do our mock tracks here. I, I get your a Florida that's State That's the value
1: there for Asante Samuel. Maybe the well, second, third
3: corner off the board. And now, speaking of value, though, pick 65, Brevin Jordan. You
1: think he falls that far? There's some talk that he could go. I don't know about that far because there's only a few. But yeah. if uh, – There are some that don't value these tight ends. Firemuth and Brevin Jordan, I don't think are going to jump up. They might get overdrafted just because there really are only those three guys, along with Pitts, that that really jump at you. It's a weak tight end class. Okay, okay. Uh, Pick 106, Dimey Brown, pick 130. Hey, that's, now that, Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. is a kind (laughs) of a cool pick.
3: Is this guy in your DM? what? I'm just no. I mean, telling
1: it? you. But he, he, okay. Watch him for North Carolina. Now, Powell okay. and Carolina, they were scoring a bunch of points at sure. times. He sure. was one of their big weapons. Okay. A fun player to keep an eye on, especially in the middle rounds.
3: No. A- ACC defense, though. I get it. I'm just, hey, ACC, Brent, ACC defense now. Yeah. You saw what Clemson did. Yeah. And the, yeah? Saw it. how, how that defense turned Not out? Not good. Okay. Uh, pick uh, 130, Trey Sermon. You think there's an Urban Meyer connection there? Probably not as much as people think.
1: Yeah, but Sermon stands out because of that one game. That was yep.
3: unbelievable. Uh, pick number four, one forty-five. Jalen Twi- Twyman, Jalen Twyman out of Pittsburgh. Actually, I've heard of this guy before. I'll be honest with you, though, don't know a lot about him. But I don't like when the W is next to the Y in your name. <laughs> it just it, it does, it doesn't doesn't it, does it flow? It doesn't. It's do very you, tough. Do you think the Jaguars equipment people are excited for this guy to come into town? Probably uh, with the, not. With the T, the Y? Y. I'm not excited announcing like so. Taylor Twyman. <laughs>
1: Soccer reference right there, Weber. That was just
3: for you. I, I mean, the, the name just sounded funny to me. I don't know who that guy even was, but it sounded funny. Pick 170, Jacoby Stevens. Oh, hey, what, whoa, whoa, dude, pit ball poppy. Oh, we we have a draft need alert. Draft need alert. Kuz, a, hey, Kuz, we need to get a draft need button. I want that by tomorrow. Anytime there's a draft need addressed, we hit the button. This guy addresses probably the biggest need of his team in pick 170. Okay? Okay. <laughs> And this is where your mock draft has fallen off the rails, sir. Because I'm talking about Taven Jenkins in the second round on Oklahoma State. Once again, project. And we haven't addressed position until pick 170. Is Taven Jenkins going to come in day one and start over uh, Juwan Taylor or start over Cam Robinson? No. Probably not. No. So what are we doing, Pitbull Poppy? What, what are we doing I'm not, I was to call him pitbull 904 I don't like calling the dude poppy it's just so weird that's fine so with that being said and then we got Matt Bushman uh a BYU two, pick 249 I don't you know Matt Bushman Nah, it's close to Mr. Irrelevant there. I'm not going to, yeah, it is close to Mr. Irrelevant. I'm not going to lie. I feel like everyone's went to school with a Matt Bushman. Like, Matt Bushman is like the most common name. The guy probably had like a 2.0 in high school. Yeah, it's Matt Bushman over there. You remember Matt Bushman? No, he was the guy with the Camaro. Oh, yeah, what's Matt Bushman up to now? Like, that's what I think right here, Matt Bushman. Doesn't do much for me at the tight end position, and it shouldn't for the Jacksonville Jaguars either. So let's break it down real quick. Jalen Phillips, like it. Trevor Lawrence, duh. Asante Samuel, not bad. Brevin Jordan, oh. Okay. Okay, let's go. Trey Sermon, eh. Duany Brown, Brent seems to like him, whatever. And then the Jalen Twyman, way too many you know, weird vowels and whatever in your name. Forget you. It doesn't pass. And I'm going to shock you because the biggest point, and people listening at home, I, I can't. Like, by now, you should know what I'm looking for. I'm looking for value, yeah. But I'm also looking for starting caliber guys in picks round one and two. Okay, so when you take Tevin Jenkins, I got to say no, sir. Like, you're going to get a T-shirt, all right? It might be, like, clipped up a little bit. <laughs> I don't know. It's going to be custom-made for your Pitbull poppy, okay? It's going to be custom-made, but I can't come with you and say this is a great mock draft when you have Tevin Jenkins. So with that being said, with all the respect to Matt Bushman, I hope your Camaro's doing great. I hope you got out of town, whatever is going on. And with all the respect to Tevin Jenkins, you know, a project. You're a project. Pitbull poppy. This ain't it, man. Your mock. Brent, you want to finish it up? Has been shocked. Thank you very much. And then we need to have, like, some lightning crashing. In. <laughs> yes. Of, we, we need a lot of things going I accuse uh, your job is getting <laughs> it's, it's harder and harder. Hard harder. We, <laughs> <laughs> you are
0: making me do so much work today. Okay. Okay. So, in Wait, recap. But, yeah. I, well, I was going to ask. How's this for, like, the, the need alert?
3: Yeah. We got a draft need alert. We got a draft need alert. I like that. That's a lot. either a panic in your shock your back or a need. No, no, no. no, no. That's what we need. That's gonna be the draft need alert right there. And I'm driving, that.
1: just turned around, like pulled over <laughs> to the right. Watch
3: out! I'm just saying though, we're not pushing that button at pick 170. Okay, and that's where we push the, the safety button. Not good, Duval Poppy. Not good. I
1: can't wait for tomorrow to add the
3: need button alert. Oh yeah, the draft that's need alert. Be good. Draft
1: need alert. Yep. Question it, is, what's up? We uh we
3: probably should have played a little Pitbull underneath that whole segment. I was gonna say that, but I was supposed to. I'm not gonna lie. My mom texted me this morning since she was a really big fan of Mike. My, my calm one that I did Yo, yesterday. Did she liked that one. So I was trying to remain calm as possible. If you play Pitbull in the background, I'm throwing something. I'm gonna throw like my phone because I'll be so upset. Do you think Pitbull Poppy
1: 904 has a minivan? <laughs> You think he's
3: divorced? I think he's over 40. You think he's over 40? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, like I said, I did. I, that's why I did my due diligence. He's got two pit bulls at home. And four, four cats. cats. I know. Four cats. Yeah. Go, go ahead and send him a T-shirt and send him one of those like uh, those fur remover things, like the rollers. Because <laughs> yeah. once again, sir, it's way too like many animals. It's way too many animals, man. <laughs> like, enjoy your T-shirt. Here's a free limp brush. Can we get an ESPN 690 Shock Your Mic Limp Brush? <laughs> Because you know, went in like, electricity, static
1: shock, I like it. It writes like itself, it. everybody. Uh, by the way, I think Pitbull Poppy 904 should name his next dog or cat Twyman, <laughs> at the very least. Either that or
3: Bushman. <laughs> I'm going to say it right now J- Matt Bushman has played himself into the Grand Delpit of this year. If I see Matt Bushman <laughs> one more time, not even going to read you stuff on the air. <laughs> Let's go on the next one. Man, I wish. Bushman was a little higher rated than as, like, Delphette was. Tell me I Matt Bushman didn't have a Camaro in high school. Yeah, that's great. Tell me he Who did. was that kid? Like I'm trying Jean to think d- of that right now. Pots? i had the Camaro. I, I know who it was. Big, big chewing the whole time, sitting in class, a big old dip, going like that. I didn't yeah. dip as much in Rhode Island as oh, no. they do everywhere else in oh, the country. Oh, I mean, it's, it was like a rite of passage in Wisconsin. Probably had a cigarette hanging out of his mouth instead. <laughs> 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 Wasn't that the guy from, uh... The the Breakfast Club? Wasn't that Matt Bushman? Wasn't he? uh, Or or was it Bender? It might have been (laughs) Matt Bushman. We'll be back.
1: Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Whatever happened to the love affair with Gardner Minshew? I mean, it has just crashed and burned. Unbelievable. More Minshew talk. Football at 5 on the way next on ESPN 690.